Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We talk about We talk about swords. Oh, yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an E... <laughs> Ethlete. Yeah. He's an, an E-athlete. E-athlete. That's Everybody. all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. And the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, we you, need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is Sword Stores, Tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's a good show. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Get High and Save the World. I'm Hello. Barry Rothbard. I'm Lucas Neff. Um, we have an incredible, incredible guest. This is one of our... One of our faves. One of our faves. She's a friend. We were uh, actually in a movie she just made. That's, That's how right. we met her. Uh, we're talking about Nora Kirkpatrick. Uh, and the, the movie that we were in is, is uh, the first ever Choose Your Own Adventure live action virtual reality comedy series She directed Hulu. it and produced it. she directed it. and produced it. Door number one will air on Hulu in early 2018. Uh, she's just sold a TV show, Assisted Living, to CBS uh, that for Comedy Central. She's uh, got a comedy series, Virtually Mike and Nora, for Hulu with uh, SNL alum Mike O'Brien. And in 2015, she starred in the film Pink Grapefruit, which won the Grand Jury Prize at South by Southwest. And she just sold her TV show, Bestseller, to Comedy Central. Um, what, I, what I think is amazing about her is she's really had her hand in a lot of things. She's, another thing that she had her hand yeah. in was uh, being a Grammy Award-winning musician uh, for Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. She was in that band. She's a founding member and accordion player. Not quite the tallest accordion player uh, in the Los Angeles area. But in addition to having an almost offensively amazing resume... Incredible, uh, incredible She also is a... Currently, she works and volunteers in an organization called the MPTF, which is... Well, it's actually... Motion Picture Television Fund. It's a program, Channel 22. Channel 22, it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Um, What's... Currently, what's even more amazing than the thing she's... We already said, I'm going to do that again. <laughs> and currently, uh, she's volunteering at a MPTF retirement home, which is the motion picture. Television fund. Television fund retirement home. And they have a program called Channel 22, which is a production company sort of endeavor that ma- that allows the elderly to be creative in filmmaking. And, uh, creatively active in, and uh, write and make and star and produce their own films. Right. So, uh, in addition to having a new television show that features the elderly, yeah, she's, she's also elderly with TV the, shows, making the elderly feel relevant. And <laughs> and she was uh, she was part of a uh, organization called Inside Out Writers, which yes. which actually uh, fuck <laughs> we got her. You want me to do this here? Yeah. She was. Nora was also part of a documentary made by Inside Out Writers, which is a program that helps curb the recidivism rate in prison for juveniles through creative writing and filmmaking. She went in and with this program helped the kids write a movie, and then that that movie was cast and shot outside of prison. Uh, you can find clips of it on YouTube. They Call Us Monsters, I think is the name of the, or They Called Us Monsters was the name of the documentary and it's through the Inside Out Writers. Uh, so uh, she's teaching film and filmmaking to our, 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 our last chance youth, the ones who need help the most and uh, at the end of life our, our silver haired uh, you know Elderly people. She's uh, she's taking the creative world to them too. We're yes. super excited. And, mo- to have and her most on the importantly, program. we had a great conversation um, that touched on a lot of things, and one of them being that you can't make an accordion sound with your mouth. Yeah, 
Yeah, which who uh, knew that? I still up for debate about if it's the only instrument that you can't make a sound out of your mouth with. Right. And then also she pulled a cow's ass out through a house. She pulled a cow out of an ass. No, she pulled out of a, a cow out, out of a, ass a mother first. cow. Something with a cow and an ass, but it's terrific. Well, you're going to hear all of this because right now it's time to get high and save the world. Let's get high. Let's get high. Get high and save the world. Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from nothing, nothing. So as always, we like to start with a I just, question. I like things natural, you know. Okay. <laughs> as always, Barry I like to. Everything. I like to start with a statement. <laughs> I am cold. Yeah. <laughs> Barry likes to start by yelling something that he's feeling, and okay. uh, there's a thermostat. Hey, did you guys already think about to have your munchies for when you're high sponsored? We yeah, we're oh. figuring it out. Wait, what? We're thinking we're, what we'd love it? to get it sponsored. If uh, the whatever the munchies the food, of yeah. the episode often is. though, often yeah, to but be the problem fair, is we talk about we how bad it is. We review the food oh. and generally it's not favorable. But why don't you discuss something you love? No, you're well, supposed to save this for when we have that segment. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really tear us to bring up the food. Okay, my, keep going, my self-esteem is at all time low right now. You set us up for an impossible. It's impossible to see a bowl of amazing potato chips and be like, I'm just going to ignore that. You're gonna wait, goddammit. <laughs> right, guys? We all wanna eat that. Guys, One I am here for you. I am ready now. Right. We're here for you. Okay. That's, that's, that's so here for you. Question. Both of the organizations you work with, Channel twenty two at the Motion Picture Television Fund Retirement Home and Inside Out Riders, uh, which is a program that tries to which reduce the videos the, you sent us were incredible. Uh, reduce and curb yeah. the recidivism rate among juveniles in prison. Uh, seem to the, both those programs seem to operate on the belief that there's a, a healing power that is associated with the the art of filmmaking. Hmm. Do you believe that there is a real healing that can happen through filmmaking? Yeah, I think there's a real healing that can happen from telling your own stories. To, like for people who maybe aren't, like we're very lucky, we're in an industry where we get to tell our own stories a lot or at least think about our own life um, in thematic ways a lot. And I think if you've never been asked to think about your life in that way, um, uh, you know, you're missing a huge part of of, of self reflection and, and learning, and so I think it's really helpful for. That's interesting. People. You're saying in the, in thematic ways, which forces you to categorize your feelings in some way. Yeah, or just or, or like make them similar to what other people could relate to. Yeah, or if you had to think of your life um, in terms of like how you were going to tell someone a story, you automatically think about it in like, well, this was this person's motivation, and this is why they huh. did this, and maybe you wouldn't think about that in your own life if you weren't. It's like talk therapy. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like if even if you had to give me the log line for your life for your 30s or I'm something. Not familiar, I'm not familiar with talk therapy. It's, it's, uh, What's talk therapy? Talk therapy? Is that something I, is that everybody knows about? Talk therapy? What is talk therapy? It's literally, it's like psychotherapy. They call it talk therapy. That's what Do I, I'm actually doing. Therapy? Have you heard that before, Nora? I knew what he meant. You knew what he meant, but had you heard it before? She's being really diplomatic right I now. I know. You're not Her running for office. Not running I mean, for I office. knew right exactly what he meant. <laughs> it, no, like he was saying it, You were saying it like a child, right? Because you no, were like, well, literally. that's art no, therapy. I think, yeah. Is it no, like no, talk no, therapy? No, 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 no. Is it a real look, thing? I'm dumb, but not that bad. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. I literally I'm totally willing to believe that I've never heard of it, but I've just never heard of talk therapy before, which is really interesting to me. Yeah. Talk therapy also sounds like the worst radio show about therapy. You just talk about the different that's kinds like, of therapy. That's like, yeah, yeah, who's next on talk that's therapy? Like, that's like the, com- the yeah. lowerbrow competitor in the world of Frasier. <laughs> right? Like, you know, the, the guy he hated. Oh, we got Peter from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's your therapist? Uh, my therapist <laughs> is Fred, like? also from like? the Bronx. <laughs> what kind of notepad does yeah. he have? 
So um, yeah, so yes. you're saying the, that these kids are able to sort of examine their lives, yeah. and there's a, some and quote about also, the self-examined life that's sort of like the only life worth uh, leading, right? right. Something like that. And I think it's also just to have someone ask about their feelings about their life is an interest. It's like maybe so something you, they don't. You get say that like the the film has to have a piece of you in it. Or, or it's just automatically what they do. Like, if you're going to write... I think what my instinct would have been when I was, like, a teenager would be to, to be like, I want to write about bears. Or sure. I want to write about, like, sure. a horror story. No, I think... And that's... And, like... Uh, the thing I did with Inside Out Writers was very much these kids telling their story or a story they related to. So it was very personal to them. So, yeah, you made sure. Well, yeah, that was just, like, the goal of the... Th- so that we went into the prison and worked with them to write a script, and then we shot the movie that they wrote outside of prison. Can you but, describe that process of, like, writing the, writing with them? What that sure, was like? yeah. And, I, um, you know, I did it with a guy, Gabe Cohen, who who directed that movie, and he he would go in and kind of give them exercises and say, hey, what story do you want to tell? What's a story from your life that these other guys might relate to? And they came up with the story together, and then we came in and as also as actors, and they directed us to direct the scenes from their life in front of them which I think was really exciting to see other people oh, wow. act out the things that they had been through and then tell us how to do it more realistically. Did you see them were they different while they were working on it versus before they started working oh, on it? Oh yeah. I mean I mean I think also just having giving them the power position of like hey this is your room these are your actors was uh, a really wonderful thing and they you know they're all juveniles they're all 16 17 15. Yeah. And um I, I believe think that's how it goes. Huh? 16, 17, 15. Is that the order? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think so. I think so, of course. Uh-huh. But yeah, you could really see them uh, love to have that kind of trust put in them, in them. And the story they ended up writing and telling was incredibly endearing and not a story that anyone else would have been able to write. I did, think. did you learn anything from the experience? Would you say it changed you? You know, it Just did. Like, no. No, it nah. did because, <laughs> I mean, not I don't a, know how much about their situations I can talk about, but like they're all facing life in prison. And I mean, I... It's kind of, I don't know how it is to talk about this, but like they were incredible and so sweet. And I think it made me think about how much someone can change and how you act when you're put into certain situations. And that doesn't necessarily. um, um, And what ages are we talking about here? I think it's 16, 17, 17, and 15. 16, 17, and 15? I mean, they were all juveniles, you know, um, under 18. But I just think like (laughs) it, it just made me really think about you know what you do when you're a kid versus what has, you do when you're has adult. it made you a more forgiving person towards other people i mean i hope so All i think right. i made me really feel like these kids need a second chance were there any kids in particular that you connected with um you know there were only three kids in the class and one of them got out and we went and met up with him several times when he was out and um what was that experience like <sighs> that's hard yeah it was hard but you know, I think they all really enjoyed the experience, and I'm really proud of the movie we made. And, and it feels like it, through the process of filmmaking, it feels like you're teaching them a skill that they'll be yeah. proud of. Yeah, right? or just a way to think about it. Like, I think we all think, I think we all reflect on our lives a lot. Like, that is our job. And yeah. I think when I talk to even people who are in business, like, that's not part of their job. And I think it's, um, and maybe we take for granted. So I think even offering them the like, hey, if you write about this, you might learn something about why you did something or why other people did something. And it's just another tool to use. And it feels like we, we give the most attention 
in the way our education system is built to kids who are the most gifted, or we try to go like, you're the most gifted, we're going to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. But I think the kids that need more help don't get it as much. I remember when I was in school, it was like, there was the talented and gifted program, which I was in, and then there was the... Is that was the point like, of the story? No, then there was like kids who were kind of more... <laughs> who wasn't in it, really? Yeah. Then there were kids who were like really bad, or like special ed, that they got more attention, but then there was kids that just kind of... Were, fell through the cracks. It felt like there was mm. like if you weren't like all the way yeah. special needs or you weren't. I, I think that was true in my school too. There's definitely sort of a supply side economics sort of aspect to the way they sort of favor of preferential educational opportunities. Where like if you were a smarter kid, you got you know the opportunity to take college classes. Mm-hmm. In which case, you were getting it you know prepared for college at an earlier age and prepared for what a, coll- a collegiate experience might be like at an earlier age. You're also meeting... Uh, because they bet on you as being the most... Yeah, you're in, you're in a more challenged environment. You're in an environment where you're challenged more and engaged with more. And I think those two things are necessary to a good education. I was talented and gifted one, which was like the top of the talented and gifted kids. Do you guys all want to say our GPAs and our SAT scores? Or? Absolutely. Uh, on three? I'm just joking. 16, 17, 15. 18. Go. Um, you, talked about, you talked about the prisoners, uh, the kids, the juveniles. What oh, about, we're not going to do it? Okay. What about the fogies? You're working with these old, uh, old, oh, uh, yeah. with elderly people. Is yeah, this older is, people. Can you say fogies? Well, probably. I mean, you can. I mean, where does that come from? I don't fogies? know. Yeah. Uh, Fogart. I believe is the Fogart? <laughs> like fake know. yogurt? Yeah. It's from a type of friendly yogurt okay. that most old people resemble. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but the, so, these yeah. these these elders in our society. This is what was new, the experience like working with them? This is a new thing I've just been turned on to um and I think it's incredible. It's this uh, retirement home in Topanga that's was started for people who were all in the industry. I wish that's how everybody said it. What? Topanga. That's how do you how I say, say it? it. Topanga. Topanga. There's is a fun cadence. Okay. I don't know. Um, but you have to have been an actor, writer, producer, costumer, gaffer, like anything in the industry to be there. And so, so they have this thing on site where they continue to make short films and do plays and talk about movies. Like it's very active culture for all these people continuing to make stuff. And I think it's unbelievable. So I've been volunteering and helping out on short films they're making. And I, I think I might go teach a class on VR and. And yeah. I watched the I watched the the video you had sent us, and we'll yeah. post it on our. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to have a website. We'll or, have a or, website. Or Instagram. <laughs> we can we'll post the Instagram video. Page. Um, we have an Instagram now, don't we? What? Yeah. You can find us at Twitter at Save the World Pod, right? That's the Save the World Pod. We have I Save the World Pod. Jesus. Who knows? Um, no, no. We ref- I refused to accept Save the World. We changed it to Save the. So what? Like you blackmailed the person who had saved the world, and like, someone got had them get high them. at get high, and they hadn't posted since 2010. Yeah, and I we wanted to take it, but you can't. I think it's a Russian bot. Has anyone else been blackmailed for their website name? Anyone else but me? Blackmail? Have you? Yeah. Oh, I, people have contacted me about mean? whether I want to purchase my Someone name on Instagram. Someone had norakirkpatrick.com a long time ago and like was like, you got to pay me this much money or I'm going to post this picture and level. And I was like, <gasps> no way. And I just told them no. So they, they had it already or they, they bought had it. it? They had it already. And they said you got to pay me this much money, and I was like, "Or how I'm, much money did, were they demanding?" I can't remember. It wasn't a lot, but That's like kind of a something. Smart idea. And then they had this like very <laughs> embarrassing picture of me up on the website. Get an email from Barry as the, like the homepage so of the website. Like, not only, not only am I going to charge you money, but if you don't buy it, yeah, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to ruin. Wait, I mean, it was wasn't this like, like a, a common, a, like a public, like a, a Google image available picture, or is this yeah, somebody no, it, new? No, no, it wasn't like, like a, a uploaded a terrible sexual picture image or something. It was just like a very 
It's terrible image. Unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad lighting? You no, know, it's just like bad. Okay. And they were like, you got to pay me as much money. You're staying up and this and that. It's and, illegal. And I wrote them and I said, hey, you know, I own norcpatrick.net or whatever. And I was like, and I wrote this whole monologue about like, you know what? We're floating on a ball in the middle of space. And like, what <gasps> do you want your legacy on this planet to be as someone who does this? Like, I really went deep on like, what do you want your existence to be? Is this really it? And they wrote me back. Or, yeah, they wrote me back. And they said something, and then they took it down, and it was available to buy, and I bought it. Like that's the wow. thing that worked. I would have loved it. I would have loved it if he doubled the price. I know. Like oh, all he said back was a wow, double. That's amazing. Price. But this was literally after he like really six months him. to a year of like going back and forth about no, I'm not going to do this. Like yelling, and then I was finally like, hey, bro, like what do you? What is your compassion. life? Like yeah, what's up with your life? Right? Compassion. Yeah, and it I was think sim- it's similar to like when you pulled out the cow. Yeah, ex- backwards. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> But like that, I think something I said got to him, and he was like, "You know what? I don't want this to be my life." You You're saw right. that cow's ass, cool. and instead of running away from it, well, it was hit, him reached, seeing it. He was the cow ass. Yeah, right? yeah. He no, was the, he was the person pulling no, the cow. The, he was the cow's ass, and she was helping <laughs> was, rescue like, you him. Were, let me ask him. What, were you the cow's ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst sketch. Are you the ass of the cow, or are you the guy touching? I don't know. Um, That's a bummer. I'm sorry. Uh, what I was going to so, say was I, I watched this video, and it struck me how. Old people are just great on camera. The best. Do you feel like that? Like kids why, and old people, it's like hard for them to not be great on they're camera. They're not stressed out about yeah, what like, we're stressed out about. Like they're chill, their life's taken care of, everything's fine, and like every day is a blessing. Of course. Yeah, and so it's just but they like they also have the most sex too. Did you know old people are just like I've having heard that. Cuz they, they can't get they can't Yeah, they are. They anyway, get I, anyway, yeah, what is, I was thinking, sorry, this I just feels want to like this, this feels like the time. <laughs> all right, I'll do it right after. It feels like I mean like, you know, this all reminds me of it's almost like they're dancing to a beautiful you know, everybody has a different beat that they're whatever. I love if someone scripted what you just said. Uh-huh. No. Like if it's they had to transcribe speech. it. You know, that's a, they all clearly are marching to see some beautiful beat there and there's nothing more beautiful than an uplifting <laughs> song. Transcriber for this podcast. <laughs> this is an uplifting song. This is a segment we do all the time. Okay. It's called Name, Name That, that uplifting, uplifting Song! song. <laughs> Which that is the, that's the intro for all of our... Yeah, uh, okay. And we introduce everything. Okay, Name That Uplifting Song. I'm ready. Okay, this is, well, uh, here's, uh, can ready? I set up the rules here? Okay, the rules are, you're going to get... I've never heard these before. <laughs> you get more points the earlier you guess it. So, you're going to get a quick one. Okay. And if you don't get it there, you're not going to get five points. But if you get it the second one, you're going to get three points. What, what do the points get me? You'll see. Just and then... Fucking questions. Why do you care? Jesus. Just make the yeah, money. Just play and then the, yes. Get the points. Remember, like don't count. You don't like to get points. Okay. Who doesn't want okay. points? Okay, so Golfers. here we go. Golfers, And it's an uplifting song, so... <laughs> Lucas, true. it's in yours. Okay. I'm so nervous. Yeah, this is... Uh, I got a quick thumbs here. Are we ready to go, Emma? All right, well, let's hope this works, because if it doesn't work, the game's over. <laughs> I already know it. Do you want to venture a guess? I, I know it. I'm going to let Nora... Do you see it? Wait, will you play it again? <coughs> I can. I, I'm going to write down ju- what it well, is. Well, you've heard the bit. Are we going to move to round two? Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, play wait, the wait. thing you just played again. Wait, no, no, no. You he can't. can't. He I can't. can't. He can't That's rewind. What? I can't rewind. You have to have to go hold forward. Hold on. Wait, before you play it, I want to show you a piece of paper. You tell me if I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I know it. I'm well, out. Well, then I think I'm, I'm wrong. No. You could say it. You well, can it guess. Looks, it's still visible. Feel free to guess. Hold on, hold on. Do you well, want the second I bit mean, of music? Like, do you want the second points. bit of music? But Barry, yes, you But like, Little Richard does this kind of piano. Are you ready? Oh. You ready? 
We're going to give you a little bit more music. We're going to give you a little bit more music, okay? okay? Here you go. Ready? Right now, you've narrowed it down to potentially Little Richie. You you know? I love how your, your way of guessing Little Richard little, was little like Richard. as a question. You're like, yeah. Little Richard plays that. I said Little Richie. I don't know who that is. That's a movie with Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Richie Rich. Richie Unfortunately, Richie. that is not the game we're playing. Okay, so here, here you go. go. Okay. Oh, 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 you know oh, oh okay, you know wait, wait. It. Oh my God! I can't believe seventies song. I mean, if you get another clue, you, if you get another clue, you're down to one point. All right, Emma in the booth is dying. One point. You only get one point if you. If this you is don't Grammy get winning musician Nora. This is wait, 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 wait. This is uh, musically celebrated, sing, famous, world traveling musician. Great radio. <laughs> oh wait. All right. She can dance. Yeah. Having the time. Yeah, you got time. it. That's yeah. That's the name of the song. Keep going. All right. I <laughs> do, think she's do out of something time. queen. All you right, gotta say it. You gotta say you gotta what say it is. The name. All right, we're gonna play one something more time. Queen. <laughs> you get, you're gonna go down. You're gonna lose. Dancing points. queen. Yeah. Dancing queen. There we Emma, go. play this. She won the the name that tune tune. Great song. Yeah, such a good song. Great so song. uplifting. Great song. So uplifting. It's crazy that it's in the public domain. Yeah, we don't have to pay for any <laughs> it of it. It is? No, it's, it's a public domain song. We're going to turn off that public domain song right now. Oh okay, so God. I want to get back to what I was going to say. Wait, what percentage of people get that? What? Those games you play. Well, oh, so 100. Far, You're just, the first one. Just <laughs> That's a test in that segment out. It went okay. I think that was a fun segment. I got yeah, it. I liked it. Yeah, you, you got, got it. You got three points. And you sang most of it. We don't have to pay for her song. It wasn't that close. It's right? a cover. It's Let's the only be real. It wasn't very side. close. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to go back to that thought about old people being endearing and mm. fun to watch mm-hmm. because you're also making a TV show. I think we're allowed to at least mention it, right? We are. Okay, so there's this program in the Netherlands where college kids get to live in uh, nursing homes free of charge while they're in college. Right. So they get they get to live there for free, and for the old people, it's good for signs of aging, Alzheimer's, and it keeps them more invigorated if they have a younger roommate than an older roommate. Um, so that's the premise of the show: is a college kid moves into a retirement home and he moves in with this curmudgeon, and they have to make it that's work. That's great. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. It's just a stupendous premise. Thanks, guys. But there's something I, I remember, uh, I was talking about the Golden Girls with a friend of mine, yeah. and they Rob, were like, what me? what was makes it, it so charming? Or did you just talk to everyone? I didn't say best friend. I said a friend. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, Are you guys best friends? We're best yeah, we friends. just became oh, best friends. It just, happened in the weirdest way, too. Sweet. You want to tell the story of how we became best friends? I'd I think I know. said, you're my best friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Say you're my best it's friend. really weird. <laughs> Yeah, he wrote it in skywriting. Yeah, nice. at a that baseball is the game. The cutest thing ever. You figure, you figure out a baseball game, he'd put it on the scoreboard. Yeah, Guys, no. that's he the said cutest. he did skywriting. It's cheaper. <laughs> the sky is cheaper. That is so cute. I, I feel like. Idea. I mean, I feel like best friends rarely say like, "Hey, we're best friends." I know. Yeah. I know. It's yeah, crazy. I say it to him all the time. That's really quietly. Cute. I put him on. I put him in my MySpace <laughs> top eight. <laughs> that means everything. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I what I was gonna say is I I think the Golden Girls. Yeah, uh, part that's of, such part a great show. What was interesting about it is that, I mean, as dark as it is, they're like they're so much closer to the end, and they don't have to care as much, I and they know. don't have like they don't need to put on airs anymore. I know. And it's something about getting older that makes people so fun to watch. I agree with you. In like, like a, but also in a in a way where you you love them. I don't. Lo- I I love old. So people. who makes better movies, old people or young people in prison? Oh God, 
Kid Christian. Um, I can't. They're very different movies. I what, what's the difference? Even. How would you? Is it? Can you? Can you? You say there's like, oh, this is a clear the, thing I, that I, I think older say, people bring up Al Jolson more. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm new to the MPTF, so I have not seen all the movies that they've made. But like, I would say most of the movies they're making are comedies and like laughing about these um, eccentricities of life. And the oh. other side, what, what, you know, was trying to represent what they've been through in a way that people can relate to. Now. I, that's a good answer. From my understanding, a lot of these people at the MPTF have been involved in the creative industry. Oh, 100%. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that distinguish the work in another way? Like, is there a distinction there working with the kids who don't necessarily come from a creative background versus yeah. this other community that is so much so yeah. much established in, in the That's creative industry? Is there is there a different in that in the process then of working together? Um, that's interesting. Yes, the kids you know didn't know how it worked, but were like fascinated to learn about it. And I think the elderly people like remember how they wrote shows and <laughs> and then Mary Tyler Moore yeah. and she old kills and they write them she like kills. that yeah. and I think that's both those ways are awesome which, which one uh, the between the juveniles and the elderly people that you've worked with which mm-hmm. one complains about it being drafty in a room <laughs> <often>? <laughs> I don't know oh yeah okay well alright <laughs> I just started imagining. I just (laughs) that bomb so bad that they thought it was a real question. I just want to know. I drove home. I drove home. Um, I'm just sort of imagining right now, like a a rebel without a cause, but entirely, you know, retirement age, hospice age, elderly people. And I think that would be a great movie. And I think we you took it, Barry, breaking the rules. I think maybe we Um, don't. I think part and part of the thing maybe I'm trying to eventually get to in the show that I'm writing is like we forget about people at a certain point in their life and we shouldn't. Great. And on that note, I think it's time for our second <laughs> smoke so break. Wait, finish that thought. Should we? Uh, I no, guess. Okay, I just, finish the thought. I sure. just was saying we only hang oh. out with people in our like 10-year age range and that's dumb. Oh, oh, do you hang out with a lot of 15-year-olds and 65-year-olds? I guess you that's do. That's really sweet of you. Um, no, but I'm saying like, do you hang out with people who are like more than ten year, five years no. on either side of you? No, and honestly, I think people that are older that hang out with me are a bit weird. Okay, but see, I am but, say, why? <laughs> but why? Because I'm like, why don't you have your group of friends in yeah, your 10-year age Yeah, but why are we range? so um, like specific about who I you think it's why, because it's number one, obviously, you probably have more in common, but well, I think course, that there's... But... I, I was the kid who at, at like get-togethers would find the older person and talk to them yeah. about so There's a lot stand. we can learn. Sure. I just think that like for me, uh, there is there is some sort of like, depending on the relationship and the tenor of the relationship between these sort of multi-generational friends, groups i would say that for me it's about uh the phases of development mm-hmm. and like that 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 your friend group and those you associate with are, are indicators of where you are mm-hmm. in your development as a human being mm-hmm. um and i think when people are hanging out with people who are much 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 younger them than them on a regular basis mm-hmm. i think that says something about how developed they are interesting or um, it could say something about how mature unless it's a teacher <laughs> You know? Wouldn't it say how right. mature that the the younger person could be? Maybe they're very mature. But I, I guess so. But I do think that like regard the most mature eighteen year old in the world is still um, doesn't have the experience that that thirty year old person will have. Maybe like, the they mature could learn 18, from each other. The then. mature eighteen year old will be an even more mature thirty year old. Do you know what I mean? Well, we'd mm. hope so, but you never know what they do. Yeah, that's true. You never the- know what happens. That's true. Ominous. Let's go smoke some weed. Yeah. 
Look, I was I was cool, but I was like the biggest tomboy, like the biggest tomboy in history, like bowl cut, played on the boys' soccer team, like was a real boy. And I think, like, that didn't always go over well with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, my parents tried to put me in dresses for a long time, and then they just gave up on it kindly. And then I'm trying to think. There, I just, I, I don't really remember, guys. The only thing that came to my mind was that there was this one day where, like, nobody would hang out with me for some reason. And my mom was like, I got you. We're Around what out. age? I don't know. Like, like two, three, three like, how, how? No, no, no. Probably later. Probably, uh, like, seven. Oh, okay, okay. Or eight, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I get you. We're going." Like she just like oh, she made took it. You out and had a great yeah, day. we like had a great day. No, thank you. Oh, that's right. Um, I don't know that's okay. But just generous people. People. We're very generous. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. But I just remember, I remember like being thankful that I don't know. They like my my parents were dope. They didn't. Have they you didn't, ever expressed that to them? Have you ever thanked them? So wait, because I will tell you on, that tomorrow might be a great occasion for it. I have a question. So you were a child, and you. Were convinced that no one was going to hang out with you. There was like I remember one specific day where like nobody would hang out with me. Uh-huh. And I, did you call people? And they like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's what I'm people, curious about. Like made okay. some phone calls. Some friends didn't yeah. work out. Right, right, right. And I remember being really bummed about it. And, oh, also my mom was really compassionate when I overdosed on no dose. Did you guys ever do that? No. Is that no. like a what's no dose? I'm good. It's like a caffeine pill. Oh yeah, I remember now. Wasn't that a plot line in Saved by the Bell? I'm pretty sure. I'm so excited. She was right. It was. Yeah, did that for real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was like really nice about it. Really kind. I don't don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, that. uh, In in case. And we're back. Oh, we're back. Okay, in case you didn't have the in. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about how my mom was a bitch. <laughs> no, Barry. No. Barry, What was your story? No. She's great. I love oh, my mom. We were talking story? about compassion, and it yeah. reminded me of this thing that happened to me in high school where I felt like this person was not compassionate. And, okay, so I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and then I moved to um, California. And um, my best friend in high now, school... We talked about this before, but you were in a production of The Music Man. I was a Marlis. <laughs> More or less, yeah. <laughs> my best friend in high school in Lakita. I think it's so funny about Iowa people doing The Why? Music Man in Iowa. Why? Because it's, you know, it's so Iowa. It's very, it's it's like very, Iowa. Like, it's very cliche. They give the people what they want. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It was a seminal a performance. I sang people my, must have gone nuts. I, right? I sang the whole thing. That's great. <laughs> Were Sorry. you in it? How do you no, know it I just, so well? I used to listen to it on vinyl Why? all the time as a kid because I loved the music. Why? I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was so funny. That I saw, was funny or I saw you liked movie. it? I liked it. I genuinely liked it. But I thought it was genuine. Oh, you, you son of a bitch. Barry keeps eating the secret food for later early. Okay, because so, he has no discipline. <laughs> so you were doing music, man? <laughs> I wasn't doing music, man. Oh, really? I have moved to California. Chips. You're <laughs> just kidding. It. Right. I don't want to. I don't think I need your story. Nora, okay. I moved to California. to California. I met this girl. This girl was my best friend. She turned out to be an undercover cop. Oh my God, that's right. You were yeah, jump streeted. Ca- that's right. Well, I want to hear it. Oh, good. Yeah. 
We don't have to get into it. Look, no, you have to get into it. I feel like the audience is going to really want to know this what you're talking about. Now. Look, I went to high school. I met this girl at orientation. She's like, hi, I'm new from Ohio. I was like, oh my God, I'm new from Iowa. And she was like, let's be friends, like for sure. Because she was like older and she had her own car and she lived alone. It was this whole thing. <laughs> How much yeah, older? None of the sides are there. That yeah, this wasn't when they totally Wait, give it away. She was a senior. I was a sophomore. And she lived alone because she was establishing residency in California, she said. Like, so she could go to a state school for cheaper because it's much cheaper. And so she lived alone. She had this older boyfriend. She was so cool. I was like, oh, my God. Because I didn't know anybody. I had just moved from <laughs> Iowa. Uh-huh. And, like, so she was my best friend. And we would run around. And, like, I, I won't get into the details, but, like, there was a lot of drugs involved. And, like, all this stuff went down. We were best friends for the year. Like, inseparable. Like, Thanksgiving at my house. I spent the night at her house every night. We were best, best friends. And, like, there was, like, a waiting for Guffman moment where I, like, taped off a chair for her at my school play. <laughs> and then she didn't fucking show up. And I was like, God, can you say fucking your oh, Yeah. Okay. We're smoking weed. Oh, okay. yeah. and, um, anyway, so then there was a drug bust at school. Like all these kids got arrested that we were hanging out with and she was gone. It was this whole thing. And I had like found mail under a different... <gasps> Long story short, she was an undercover cop. What? <laughs> and so like insane. she never best told me. That's insane. And we were best, best friends. In a movie, she would come back and be like, it was all real. I know. But she didn't tell me and I was really do bummed. Think, do you think she ever like Wait. watched you through police binoculars? And like, I, wait, I'm curious. Like, why weren't you part of the bride? It was just dealers. Be- yeah, because I wasn't like dealing. You were just dealing. I, you were just. You know, I have no idea what I was doing. Oh, okay. Can't you, recall. You don't recall. Yeah. And um, but I just was so bummed at the end of it that she didn't tell me because we were like so close. Well, she you, couldn't. Also, yeah, but do like, you think does your heart tell you that she that she liked you? It was real. Yeah, because like she didn't have to be friends with me. I but wasn't also, like, like doing everyone the, you know. must have hated you after that because you were the cop's friend. You know, but they didn't know it was nobody knows <laughs> yeah, it, nobody it knows. was her. Yeah. It was she was just like gone. But you know. But I know. Yeah. But nobody else. So knows. it was like the secret. That's amazing. You carried. Did yeah, you and then anyone? I made other friends and like, you know, I actually didn't think about it for the longest time. I only started thinking about it like a year ago. And like I've talked to some other people about it and people didn't really know her like I did. Like I just I she and I were friends and she would win all the track and field competitions and like clearly of course she, was she, really she was just like way better shape than everybody else. Wait, she not only was a cop but she beat kids. Oh like just annihilated. This is like a Will Ferrell movie. No, yeah, this is ridiculous. She was just like, I'm gonna beat kids. Yeah, yeah she shouldn't have done that. That's <laughs> that's messed that's up. That's insane. What was her name? I don't think I'm going to say it. She was a cop. It. it was fake. Um, I think the first name was right. It was oh, real. Because I, I would find mail in her, in her microwave with a different last name. <laughs> That's crazy. But like my parents wow. thought she like she spent Thanksgiving with us. Like it was like a big thing. That's insane. What did you tell your parents? The truth. We right? talk about it. They're like yeah, pretty pissed you? about it. They're like, because then after she why left, you tell? Because like after no, she I mean, left, like, then I had no friends again, and they felt really bad about moving me to California. So they're like, oh god, damn it. why did she have to be world. a cop? That should be a movie. Is <laughs> that so? Maybe. Were, were were you in a theater program at that age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. Was she in the theater program with? No, you? no, no. But she would come to see my plays and tell that one where she didn't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, you figure why get into the theater world though? That's not where the. the or that's where are, I right? was. I yeah. don't know why she chose me as her friend, but she was not in the theater world. She was in the other. In the drug world. Do you think world. she was ever yeah. disappointed? Did she ever try to get you out of the theater world into like cooler worlds? 
she didn't really care. I think think I was literally just someone for her to talk to that, like, wasn't in that other world. Did she ask questions like, who sells the drugs around here? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Not to me, because, like, I wouldn't know. But but I think I was just, like, maybe a cover. I was also in the gifted program. You were? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. We all were. Mm -hmm. That should be the name of the podcast. The gifted program. I mean, so I don't know. That's you know, that's open. Doesn't yeah. feel alienating. Right, right, right. But I mean, like Elitist. she came up to me and she was like, "We're gonna be friends." Was like, dope. So I mean, I don't know why she chose me, but I think I was just someone for her to hang out with to make her job easier. Actually, like her job less stressful. Oh well, that's uh, on that note. Uh, we have a great segment here called Name That. Do gooder. Oh, yeah. Do-gooder. This is a good yeah, it's oh, okay. a good one. So, this like, is just like the cop who busted all your friends at high school <laughs> and betrayed you. So, this is a way you we can get like some points back, too. You, here. Yeah, you're pretty if, if deep you in the hole. What I do you mean like. I have three points? You have one. You have one point. You have one point. point. How'd you get three? Sure. How'd you get oh, you three? have three. You have three. Yeah, you have three. Why were you both so confused? We had a long period of time in between the second and third of music. How could you both be so confused about how many points I have? It took forever. I mean, it took a while to get this. It's on a little bit of, like, you know, a sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. I'll give you like two points. How about that? Two points. Two? What are you making? I got uh, I checked the, thing. In the book. I checked in the book, and you officially have two points, so this isn't so even two a points. decision. So you're dealing with two points Your right now. Your books are rigged. Okay, uh, ready? Absolute, Name. How dare you? Name that. Do-gooder. Okay, so here's how it works. There's going to be five. I have six, actually. Six clues. Okay. The quicker, just like the name that tune, the quicker you get it, the more points you get. Okay? This is for six points. Whoa. Are you ready? so many points. Hi. I was... <laughs> Wait. I know it. <laughs> Hi. I was born July 6th, 1907. For six points. Any guesses? Does this he say... a famous do-gooder. Did you say hi or did he say hi? Is it like the I'm SATs? I'm playing this character. Is it like the SATs? Why we? Do you lose points if you answer incorrectly, but don't lose points if okay. you I don't say answer? July when? July 6th, 1907. Ready? Okay. No one. Okay. All right, next, um, next clue for five points. Okay. In 1927, I joined the Mexican Communist Party. Che? No. Mexican Communist Party. Lucas, any guesses? No. Okay, you sure? Yeah, I mean... Okay, this is a famous do-gooder. Famous do-gooder. This is the third one. I have been called a feminist icon. Oh. Um. Anyone? Oh, what's is she a painter? I can't answer questions. You have to make guesses, and you Frida only get one guess. Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. <laughs> yeah, that was team effort. <laughs> yeah, it was really easy. I got to make it harder. So, did you know she was actually born Magdalena Carmen Frida Kahlo y Calderon? Yes, I did. Okay, I did. No, know. I had no idea. Isn't that insane? I had no idea that her name was long. Yeah. And she was married to famous painter Diego Rivera, Pablo Francisco. Yeah, Pablo. Just kidding. <laughs> He's a great comedian. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that was the that was the do gooder <laughs> segment. Uh-huh. So you have wow, that's f- four points. So you're up to six points. Well, to be fair, what do these I did answer it a bit for me? her. You'll see. You'll see. Oh, you'll see what's coming to you. <laughs> um, Better be good. So yeah. we so we lightly touched on the fact that you were in Music Man. Mm-hmm. In Iowa, I was music and you band. were in theater. Yeah. And then briefly, how did you 
uh, you play the accordion, I correct? Do. I do. How did how did uh, how did you get from theater to being one of the most preeminent professional accordion players <laughs> yeah, in the accordionists in Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros? Yeah. Um, well, you know, are you the you, tallest accordion player? I think Weird Al's tall. Oh. Weird Al. All accordion as an players accordion tall? player. He's the greatest accordion he's player. A, he's a silly accordion player. But no, he, no, I not. tell you, he's got skills. Though. He has got skills. Mm-hmm. He is better than me, for sure. Okay. Yeah. The question still stands. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I went to theater at UCLA, uh-huh. and then I got out of college, and I met these lovely people who were starting a band. But why accordion? Um, you know, I grew up playing like organ. Like church organs. My parents would buy me these like $50 church organs because no one wanted them anymore. And they have like drum beats and they're like from the 70s and they like have the colors. Big ones yeah. With the pipes? Yeah, they're so great. Not by the pipes, but no, they're like, keyboard they're like electric, but they're double layer wooden, huge. Oh, fucking, I know those. Yes. They used to have them in churches. I've seen yeah. those. Yeah. They're yeah. so great. They're 100%. so great. I have one. I like, I always have one. Yeah. Um, they die and then no one, like I had a fixer guy one time. He's like, when I die. A fixer guy? <laughs> when he's like, when you I. had a fixer guy? Yeah. He's like, when I die, no one's going to be able to fix this thing. I was like okay and then he died and, he and literally no one could fix it oh my god he was right he, he was, was the only one yes you just have to buy a new one. Oh man so i've had a bazillion of them anyway he was like the last dragon i know i don't know what you mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was that after him he was uh, the magic left the world you know okay. what i mean that, that bit of magic died with him you know what i mean i wouldn't even know how to describe <laughs> the look she gave you at that yeah. moment. Like, what the fuck i know um i don't <laughs> yeah, so so okay, so you, okay, so, so, you had, so you had so a million of so I play those organs, and then I like yeah. my, I think my mom bought me an accordion at some point because like it's kind of kitschy, it's kind of funny, yeah, and it's like it half it's half of the organs that I was having anyway. You only have to learn the left side, which is circle fifth, not too hard, and so I started playing it. And I met these people, and they needed an accordion person, and so then we like I came to record, and then the band started, and then that whole thing happened, and then it was seven years on the road, and now I, I don't do it anymore. Yeah, and then you, um, you, I guess simultaneously were still involved in entertainment and I writing. I was still and, entertaining, yes. Yeah, and you were still. Um, uh, I was, yeah, I was writing and acting and doing the whole thing. And now you 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 have can I call it the first ever virtual reality feature? You can and you guys can call yourselves the first ever. Virtual and we're in. That's reality. how we met Nora. Yeah, we're in yeah. it. We're the first ever virtual reality actors. Yeah, yeah. We a feature. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So how did so how why the virtual reality and is it is it it's the first one right? It's the first first. I mean, I don't know if someone's done a feature yet. I don't actually know, but this is definitely the first choose your own adventure movie, live action. It's insane. And yeah. It, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, do you think, and I don't want to get too far off topic here, but yeah. do you think that virtual reality will become, like, what's the future of virtual reality? Does it become just we want to experience other people's lives and we're just always living in virtual reality, like the Matrix? I or is think, it just going to be like 3D where it's like, oh, I'll pay a little more and I'll... I think if people put, if companies put a lot of money into it, it'll become a very viable medium unto itself. That's what I tell people about myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> for voyeurism if people don't put money into it I don't what do you mean voyeurism I mean to live other lives to be your avatar a, yeah. in a way where you can't be on 2D television like you can have an avatar and play PlayStation but you can have an avatar and live a 
double life in virtual reality and feel as if it's happening to you. Oh and it registers in your brain as if it's happening to you, not something that you've seen. So I think if people put money into it, it'll really be this other medium. But people, if if they don't, I actually think it can it can and will. Now, I now wonder, you wow. spoke. Sorry, I just you, you. Are you saying that you could be voyeuristic in real people's lives or like actors? Oh, um, no. People would create lives for you to live or like create Sims. or create worlds for With you to, to live in. Yeah, because yeah. like also there's this thing called 8i or there's many places who do that who 3D scan people. So it doesn't always have to be something that's oh my God, that's, your dead friends and dead relatives. You can scan your dead friends and dead relatives, but it doesn't always have to be a movie like we did mm. where you guys were live actors and then the viewer is the lead character. It can be where you scan the actor and then you, the viewer, can walk around them and interact with them at your own will and really create your own story in that that's sense. That's amazing. And I think that's a way to be voyeuristic. You can create worlds for you to go live in. You can look however you want in there. I think that's like, it, it's a huge, it's a huge new land, but if, peop, if people don't invest in it, I do think it can also just fade away because it's a real hard thing to grasp onto story-wise at this point. The, okay, what I, I thought, have a question. Okay. Well, I just want to say one thing. thing. Okay. What I thought <laughs> you were yeah, saying, say. which is yeah. even crazier, I would like to say first, is that you that put I cameras could, on uh-huh. this <laughs> you put cameras on a real person, uh-huh. and you just know what it's like to be them. Oh, you could do so, that. like, if I put like a like a, a like a, v, a VR camera on top of a, ho- a professional hockey player sure. or something, you're mm-hmm. like, you could just put on a, vir- a virtual reality helmet and like, holy crap, I'm playing They're hockey right now. They're working on that. They're working on putting it on horses, uh, like during a horse race, so you can like oh, be wow. the jockey. As <laughs> like, if we don't do enough to horses. I think hockey was, is a better idea. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. like they're work- they're definitely working on that. But, okay, uh, I, okay, so my question, yeah. Uh, is that as we spoke earlier in the in the first part of the show about the sort of healing power of filmmaking mm-hmm. and do you think that 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 same power lies latent within virtual reality filmmaking or does it change or transform as the filmmaking experience changes and transforms I mean there's definitely healing power to VR I mean pe- they're using it to help people who are scared of heights they're using it to help people who are paraplegic feel what it feels like to walk again and they're actually seeing advancement in their brain so, sorry, wait a minute. When they, when they say they're, they're helping people who are scared of heights yeah are they just putting people in scary positions in their minds yeah like they're just like dangling people off like cliffs yes. it feels like the like the dickest scientists in the world came I mean they're that saying one. like but look, it's good, right? look you're safe yeah it's you're gonna be your safe brain. we're gonna put you in this headset you're gonna be on the top of a whatever something thing and you're gonna feel what like it feels like but is that, is that, is that in and of stimuli. itself sort of like uh, a fallacy because you are you totally are teaching people a false reality, right? You're saying don't yeah. be afraid. I'm going to teach you not to be afraid of I heights. Think, I think but you're not actually. Experiencing I think it's helping them heights. experience the like get ready to go up the going up part, like in in a safe zone. Look, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. This is not my no, passion. No, it, but like in all honesty, no. like sometimes I'll watch a video of like some, you know those terrible videos of people like walking on a railing at a really yeah. tall building, and yeah. I'll literally feel like I'm going to fall. Sure. Like you start getting sweaty, sure. and so it does. Kind kind of mimic it just to prove you wrong it does <laughs> no 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 i agree well, I, I agree that it's teaching you something yeah. but i'm just curious about if the fact that it's teaching you a slight untruth well i think they know it's thing. an untruth going yeah, in but they're like this. maybe they're yeah, right Here they're doing it with lots come. of different senses just because they know that virtual reality plays with your senses in a way that normal television does not it does it's crazy and so because you have that uh, um access there's other things you can do and there's that's why we did this thing there's other things you can do with comedy I can make you feel so uncomfortable. Can you imagine those kids Whoa. in uh, in the uh, inside the writers Inside Out or whatever mm-hmm. Inside Right mm-hmm. inside, inside Out, out writers? writers. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
That's the one. <laughs> um, can you imagine them experiencing those stories they're telling through virtual reality? Right. I mean, I, right. I'd have to imagine that would be a powerful experience. I imagine it would be. <laughs> no, I really do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're it, right. I'm not even. Be, I'm being totally serious. It's an interesting I think that'd be thing. A, incredible. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The full of what the, even the full emotional effect of that could be, but to ex- sure. for those uh, or even for us to feel what it feels feel like to be in yeah. their situation and vice versa. I mean, it's yeah, it's a real way to experience a different kind of life. But I will say, like the technology to film and shoot is just shitty. It's yeah, just it's not so, there yet. It's just not there yet, and it's very because frustrating. there's no there's not as much of a market for it yet. There's not as much of a market for it. It's hard You're to make money. You're cornering the market. Well, we, you know, at Hulu, we did, we uh, had brands be involved, and that's how they paid for it. So we did kind of branded content in a way, built it into the story, and I was happy to do that. But I think until they can prove how they can make money in it, it's hard for people to get the money to make the make the stuff. But and also, and I think the technology is advancing. Like every th- three months, I go to a place and see what new cameras they have because it's advancing that quickly. But like even now, I use the best camera that we could afford, and I did everything we could do and it looks good but it doesn't look as good as can you go to com- the ones commercial? I hate the most yeah let's cut to commercial what do you guys yeah, yeah we're gonna go straight to commercial um, and we're back uh, Campbell's the best <laughs> soup around it's so good um, anyway we had a slight technical issue but um, yeah. it, it's fine because Nora was pretty much Nora, done with Nora, her thought right Nora's Nora's done. and it's time for thunder no, is it lightning, lightning, lightning round. round? Lightning round. Thunder oh, round shit. doesn't make sense. I, had, I thought we were going to um, do a totally different segment. This so, is fun. It's obvious that we don't think real, through our segment ideas. No, we've carefully plotted the course of this interview. Um, we, would not, we wouldn't so, disrespect your or our time like that. Emma, okay. we would throw into the bus in a heartbeat. <laughs> so but, you're doing pretty yeah. poorly with points right now. But um, I, I think have six points. Yeah, people usually are in the double digits by now, right? That's not true. I've gotten every points? game you've thrown at me. Well, that's, that's to be fair. Well, I mean, it's you know, we'll see how this shakes out. You've gotten them, but you haven't thrived. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're you haven't nailed it. Solid I love six. to thrive. Well, uh-huh. well, you got this. Is a chance for you to do a, to get a lot of points very. So this quickly. is this one's and really is the name of the game. Here, this is okay? how our guests usually get their points back with this round. Yeah, to be fair, it's the only game we usually play with every other guest. I guess our engineer just left. Emma's leaving. She's coming back. She's back. She never left. Um. Okay. She's so here. it's it's okay, pretty simple. It's super simple. It's five quick questions. questions. And I'm going to ask all Actually, five. Actually, it's ten. Well, it's five first. Five first, and then another five later. Okay. Nora's hiding. Nora's hunched over, hiding. Yeah, she's terrified right okay. now. Five quick questions. Five quick questions I have from to Barry. ask all five. And okay. you're going to have 30 seconds to answer those five questions. All five. All five. Do I have to remember them all? Uh, it helps usually to if answer. If you want to get all five. Yeah. If you want to be okay. able to answer okay. them. Okay. And then we're going to do that again with me. I'm going to ask another five questions, totaling ten oh questions. My gosh. And you're going to have another 30 seconds to answer my five questions. Okay, okay. here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. A lot of points on the table. Here we go. Lightning round. Five <laughs> quick questions. You're on the clock. Okay. Can you make an... Actually, acor- sorry. No, the clock starts when he finishes the questions. <laughs> you're not on the clock yet. <laughs> okay. Ready? Question one. Yeah. Can you make an accordion sound with your mouth, or is it the only instrument you can't do that with? Which golden girl are you, and why? What's your favorite type of potato chip? Who's the most attractive person over 70 years old? Socks before pants or pants before socks? I can't make an accordion sound with my mouth. I also can't whistle. I'm the I'm the like leader who's like kind of sardonic in Golden Girl. She's like oh, and B? she has B. She has the grandma, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, she's not. The grandma was uh... no, not the grandma, but the daughter of the grandma. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> favorite potato chip, grandma. taro chip. Taro. Oh. Okay. What was the fifth yeah, yeah. one? 
you got to remember. No! Pants, pants, oh, pants. pants before socks or socks before pants? Pants before socks. And who's the most attractive person on earth Harrison over the age of 70? Ford. He's over 70? He's over I 70? I don't know. Older. Go older. <laughs> Harrison be a woman. Ford could be a woman, too. Harrison Ford's dad in, in Indiana Jones. Oh. Sean Connery? Sean Connery. <laughs> I like that. He's definitely Harrison Ford's dad. Sean Connery, yeah. <laughs> it makes Jones. sense. Um, Great. Sean Connery, All yeah. right, so you got three out of five. What do you mean I answered all five? I think that's a solid, so we're going to take away. I answered all five. So you got three five. points three minus five, two. Though, so you got three good. points minus that's two. That's not bad. So you got one point. What a dick. So you're, you got one point from that. What? We're going to yeah. give you one. Yeah, Because you, you got three right, but two wrong. So three rigged. minus two. Well, our listeners are actually going to be mad about that because the usual way we score it is you have to get all five to get one point. <laughs> yeah, we're really helping so you So you actually got no points. Yeah, you got I zero. I answered so all five questions. I know, but you have to get all five. You have to play by the rules. I told you, you have to play by the rules. You guys have to play by the rules. Well, we told you, you know. You the rules are. You're at zero oh points. God. You got zero points for that. It's my turn, please. Let's Ready? Okay, okay. Lightning round. Lightning round. Part two. Part two. One, what instrument do you wish you played? Do you believe instruments should be named? Would you rather end up in a retirement home or a prison? What film healed you? And what's one film you would recommend to anyone? Why? Um, I would recommend <laughs> I'd recommend so Spaceballs. Okay. Film that healed me through Three Amigos. Um, I wish I played guitar. I'd like to end up in a retirement home. Oh man, she's so, she's so close to one point. What is it? She's so close to getting one point. What is the last one? Oh man, I'm rooting for you. What is but it? But that clock is ticking. It's really ticking. I don't know where we started. So let's it? imagine you have 10 seconds. God damn it, what is it? I think I remember it. What? I, it I don't is... want to say it. <laughs> Do you believe instruments? Oh, this is the best one. Yeah. Need to be named. Should be named. Yes. I, I'm going to say no. I think they should just be called the sound they make. Well, in that case, you got the question wrong, so that's a deduction. So, the, that's so, a like, so what is a flute So it's like, I play the... So what's a flute called? Yeah, I play the... So you can't do an accordion sound. Is it the only instrument that you can't make the sound with your mouth? That's let me not hear. Let me hear what your accordion sound. I just does. did. That, that was, was it. I wanted, I wanted it. it. Oh, we take. Wait, one more time. So there's no way. It's the only one, right? It's the only instrument you can't make the sound. I'm right. You can't make an electric. No. Wait. What about a? You can't do a triangle. Yeah. Ding. Shows me what I know. <laughs> Can't do a triangle. The easiest one. Literally the totally easiest one. Bom bom bom. That's a uh, tuba. Like what I about do a that? French horn. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you you've won a Grammy. Oh my God. What's that? Just... Grammy's here. It was yeah. for best video. Okay. So that was good. You got one. You got one point now. She got zero yeah, points so out of that. So I had seven points now. No, no, you got no points for that because no we had to remind that, you. So you got no points for that. So you got zero points. You're saying it's six points, which I'm... honestly is better than anyone's ever done because we don't allow people to play this many games usually. What's the chip game? I want to. What's the trip chip game? Oh, that's not a game. That's just, oh, well, the game is we get the chips. Oh. But he's already been having the chips, so honestly, we've both lost. Me and you. He's won. He's oh, made sure scary. to win <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So. Okay, well, we have time for another segment here. Uh, it's a great segment. It's one of Barry's favorites. He usually refuses to do it. Okay. It's called Would 
You. Oh, would you rather? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, like the game you play when you're. Would you school? rather? So I'm I'm pretty much Judgment. nailing it on all these segments right no, now. No, like no, like that game you. Play so this one, <laughs> we get to. Yeah, it's the game you play in middle school. Would you For rather? Sure. Okay. What's would the you one rather? you thought? Would you rather? Oh. Yeah, would you rather? Yeah. So no. this is this is pretty simple. You just have to pick one, and then we'll decide if you chose right or not. There's a lot of points. There's almost all the this points are on the line here. Doesn't sound like. I don't think it's right. It doesn't when sound other, like a podcast. When other saying? people tell <laughs> you if you're right or not. Why am I here? This doesn't sound like a podcast. No, I just like I this decide if I'm right or not. Okay, go okay ahead. you ready? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, really then important. Lucas can decide. Um, so, <laughs> would you rather? Okay. Never be able to speak in hushed tones. Okay. Or only be allowed to speak in loud tones. <laughs> Wait. Okay, you can ask questions. <laughs> Wait. Wait, they're Would the you same thing. So are you allowed no. in neutral tone? They're not the same. Never be allowed to speak in hushed tones. Sorry. I, I read that wrong. <laughs> always be allowed to speak in hushed tones. I'm going to give you half a or point no, for always that be off forced, the bat, that's Always be forced gotcha. to speak in hushed tones. Always be forced to speak in hushed like whisper. Or you always have to speak in loud tones. Can you demonstrate a hushed tone? Hi. So that you'd have to speak like that. Like you'd have to speak And like what's a loud I tone? How loud is a loud tone? I'm here! Like that. I think I'd always speak in hushed tones with a microphone. Ooh. Not allowed to use a no, microphone. That's you good. didn't specify like Barry. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I like that. I'm changing so, sides briefly. So you, Points. But, you. but think about it, you'd have to carry a microphone around everywhere you went. Yeah, big deal. You practically like, do like hanging out with people? I'd carry a little cute amp on my belt buckle and like a little mic that I would like put on my lapel. And so you'd be wildly like, eccentric. So you'd be like a tour guide yeah, everywhere you went. Like, around a tour why guide do we all have to be the same anyway? Yeah, can be whoever I think, she, be. I think the problem was I didn't see that flaw in the plan. And yeah. I think we... Uh, all right, I'm going to give you a Why do you do one of your would-you-rathers about songs? All right, I have another would-you-rather. Great, okay. we have another would-you-rather. He right, didn't do this. One. This was last week's. Okay. This was one I've been wanting to do for a while. Would you... It's a little dark. The first part's a little dark. Great. Fine, that's fine for me. Would you rather not be able to walk... Or not be able to sit. Not be able to sit. Because you can still lay down. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the flaw there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. So that brings us to our final segment of the day. It's been a triple segment showdown at the very end here, uh, and this one is, of course, Emma. Is eat your some is, food. Are, eat, eat some food. Thank you, Emma. Mm. As always, Emma, perfect. Nora, are you? Do you have any special diet? Are you vegan? Are you? I'm not. I don't normally eat the gluten. Okay. I don't normally eat the gluten. Well, I will tell you. Some people feel very guilty about eating, uh, eating, eating stuff oh. that is dairy, eating stuff that's meat, oh. eating stuff that's you know uh, that oh. it requires some sort of suffering from animals to obtain. Oh. Um, and so we have today Earth Balance uh, kettle chips. All right, they are. Pl- it's uh, for a plant-based diet friendly. It's vegan. It's gluten-free. It's non-GMO. If you're into that, if you don't like genetic modifications in your you know, I organisms, don't. I don't. Uh, there's also zero gram trans it. fat, so that's good for you. Uh, yeah, it's a deliciously satisfying snack that rivals the real deal. It's a plant-based non-GMO kettle chip, and we'll each try a little bit right now. Get your hands. So away you want to know there. what the points meant? Um, since you're below ten points, we get to eat first. That's the. I'm not going to do that to like her. Here, men, have no, so I would true. figure you would eat it's first not true. anyway. No, no, no. We would never. That, that's crazy. We're not. That's insane. Can we cut that out? <laughs> so here's a chip, and you got to be honest about if it's good or not. 
That's the rule. You got to be honest. Can we eat at the same time? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Barry's been eating the whole podcast. I had How two. do you choose these? I look around. I love them. They're great. I'm into they, it. They taste like potato chips. These I are am so good. Into What's it. the whole point? Is they're just like there's Can nothing I have some bad in them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really hungry. Is this ASMR or is this repulsive? This is ASMR. Sure. It's such a fine line. Um, <laughs> we have a thing. second snack. Are you gonna do it? We never have second snacks. This is a real first. What do you mean second snack? Um, well, it's gonna feel pretty self-explanatory. We're hungry. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with these. These are so right. good. They're really good. Help yourself here. No, I'm fine. I have to go to dinner. Let me just okay. We won't talk about Um so we have these coconut treats from Nativa. Nutiva. Yeah. <laughs> Nut Iva. <laughs> That's is, a fun uh, game. That's a fun game. It's uh oh coconut. Oh no, it's the brand is O Coconut. I guess Nativa is the company. It's from nur- Nurture Vitality, is what it says. And it's O-Coconut, a lightly sweetened coconut treat that is USDA organic, non-GMO verified, and fair trade. So this is a fair trade You have trade one snack. of those for all three of us to share? No, I have three. Oh, okay. Here's yours. Uh-oh. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I went from being, like, mysterious and kindly at the beginning of this to, like, there's I mean, it would bring treats for us. It would be Piece insane if this is not pronounced Nutiva, right? It's how not. do you guys choose what you're going to bring in here? We look around for stuff that looks like it's trying to do something. You mean how does Lucas choose? Guys, this doesn't expire till <laughs> la- next year. just picks year. up whatever's... It doesn't expire till next year? Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. So we, we're each having it. It's a lightly sweetened coconut uh, snack that's fair trade and organic. Oh, we get frozen at the same time. A little Sorry. like suntan lotion, though? Is that just because suntan lotion is coconutty? It's butter. Shea butter. Cocoa butter. Let's look at the other interesting stuff. 60 calories. Not good. That's pretty high calorie. I don't think it's that good. It's not very sweet. I'm not into it so much. Yeah, it's not that great. It's mainly just chewy. I mean, I'll finish it. I'm not going to finish mine. It's not that great. Bear, do you want the rest of Nora's? The consistency <laughs> is strange, too. It's a weird texture. It's like too mushy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, positive. It's not substantial enough. No. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That's a no to Nativa. Yeah. But a yes on the kettle chips. No This podcast Tiva. is brought to you by Nativa. <laughs> <laughs> These chips are amazing, though. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, guys. You know what? I really appreciate it. I think you guys are great. I appreciate Aww. it. And we love you. We ask everyone you. what what uh, organization should we donate right. to and what should our listeners um, donate I to? I think Inside Out Writers. It's a great organization. Great. <laughs> well, Nora, Nora yeah, I mean. Good God. Nora, it's mm-hmm. been a great hey, pleasure. Hey, this has been a pleasure. I really appreciate pleasure. it. Thanks so much. Keep making uh, films and healing people. Thanks, and, guys. And uh, yeah, take us into the future with your VR. On my way. And we're out. <laughs> Get high and save the world. It's a good show. Hello, I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. 
Interior happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs <laughs> discotheques? <laughs> LOL. The seventies were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh my god. Scarface, 22 to 45. <laughs> like he's a television audience demographic? <laughs> Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. Walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Yin Yang Twins one day. Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would he even why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced VAPE in Spanish, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he spots his dear friend who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film. Smooth skin. <laughs> Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao Bella, it's me, Scarface. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>